Hey, what's up, girl? So I did a poll on Instagram a little bit ago and asked you guys what you wanted to hear more from me, the four books that were seriously life-altering <laughs> recently that I've read, or how I sold out my mastermind group in a week with no sales page. And it was heavily weighted in the books, which I thought was super interesting, but that's really exciting because that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. So here we are. This episode is going to be really fun. We're going to go through the four books that I read in January of this year that really were mind, body, spirit. As much as that phase is kind of like used, um, these books were truly mind, body, and spirit all in one and took me on this journey of kind of self-discovery and also doing an inventory of my surroundings. I mean, inside my mindset, um, what I was fueling my body with. And I just think they were so amazing and every human should read these books. So let's do this. Welcome back to the Mompreneur Mastermind Show, where we choose to run insanely successful passive income businesses that light us up while consuming iced coffee, braless and flawless, and maybe breaking it down to some gangster rap while our kids aren't looking. <laughs> did we just become best friends? Yes, yes we did. Hey, I'm Stephanie Gass, six-figure corporate exec turned top 1% network marketer turned podcaster. I believe when we let God light our path, we experience true miracles. Welcome, sister. Let's get pumped up for today's show. So if you guys are friends with me on Instagram, and if you're not, let's fix that. Go head over to Instagram right now. I'm at hashtag, hashtag, what is this? At Stephanie Gass. Uh, S-T-E-F-A-N-I-E-G-A-S-S. Let's be friends. I'm kind of a weirdie paired with Jesus Freak and mom, but also a successful entrepreneur all rolled into one. So if that's you and I'm your jam, let's go be friends over on the IG. Now, I talked a lot about how I was not going to fall into the Marie Kondo trap. That's right. That's right. The first book is The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up by Marie Kondo. I was like, I will never read that book because ain't nobody have time for no tidying up, no cleaning. I'm already a tidy person. That's not going to benefit me whatsoever. Well, let me tell you something. I was craving actual pages. I was tired of listening to audiobooks. I wanted a break from podcasts and we had two weeks off in December, and I'm like, I need some paper. I want to read. I want to read at least one book every two weeks for the year 2020. So I found this cool website called thriftbooks.com. Not sponsored by them. Just think they're amazing. So use thriftbooks because books are super cheap on there. <laughs> and I got like six books. I think it was like 26 bucks. Well, that was the first book that I grabbed, and I have no idea. Actually, I do. I love how divine intervention works. Yes, even on your book choices, if you let it. So that was the first book that I'm like, no, I'll just read this one. I truly was just reading it for something to read. I, if you would have asked me, had zero intention of going through the process of like purging my entire 
house and drawers and closet. And it just seemed completely crazy to me that people would actually do that. Well, after reading that book, I put it down. I'm like, well, that was cute. That was really cute. All those people and all their free time to tidy up, fold their shirts. Super cute. And then something weird happened. Every time I'd open a drawer or a closet, I'm like, ooh, but this really isn't bringing me joy. And before I know it, knew it, I had dumped out the drawer, thrown away 50% of the contents that were no longer serving me, and put it away in a fashion that made sense. Well, <laughs> about a week into doing this in random places like drawers and like a closet or whatever, I'm like, okay, fine. Marie Kondo, you got me. Let's go. And I started fully minimal minimizing my house. Um, it was nuts. And I didn't do it fully like she does in the book. Highly recommend the book. Go read it. Be like me. Be like, I'll never do this. And then read it and then do it like the rest of the world. But over the course of about 30 days, I got rid of, I want to say, 20 bags went to charity and 20 bags went in the trash can because there's so much just clutter and stuff that we're keeping that we just keep for no reason because it's sentimental, we think, yet we haven't looked at it in what, a decade? Because maybe we'll wear that one day, but we haven't worn it in five years. Or, hmm, maybe I'll pick up that book again that I read in eighth grade, but I should just really get rid of it. Okay? So it was like this push for me to just clean out all the old stuff. And I did it and it was liberating. Oh my gosh, like decluttering your house was almost like decluttering my mind and my heart and my soul all at once. And I love that I can open a closet now and just see things I actually want to wear that actually fit my body. And I got rid of stuff, you guys, that had tags on it because I thought maybe one day I'll wear it. No, you won't. Just get rid of it. So that was the first book. And it was this kind of like um, domino effect of my physical surroundings started to impact what was I housing in my mind? What was I housing in my body? What was I fueling my body with? And it was almost like this cascade of minimizing things that needed to be let go of. And it, my house just feels fresh. It's easy to keep up with. I went through the boys' toys. Like every, almost everything in this house has been cleaned out. Now, granted, I would definitely not say I'm a minimalist. I would say we have a 40% less stuff, maybe 30% less stuff in the house. But even that, it feels great. It's a good start. I can see myself going through that process every couple of years. Highly recommended. All right, the second book that I then transitioned into, and again, I didn't plan this. It's so weird, was Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Meyer, and she is a Christian author, has some incredible books. For some reason, I hadn't picked this one up yet. So really what this book did for me, and this was a super fast read. I mean, you y'all, if of all these four books, you only grab one, please. Battlefield of the, of the Mind by Joyce Meyer. Really, it's so enlightening because this book paints this picture that Satan, he wants to defeat God's people with a deliberate and clever plan of what? Deceit and lies that he's planting inside of our thoughts. And all of us, oh my gosh, as moms, as women, as 
friends as human beings, we are constantly battling spiritual warfare. And when we're down and when we're doubting, that's when I think, you know, Satan comes in and he plants these doubts and he he isolates us and he makes us think that we're not good enough and that we can't. And these are the tactics that he's using, almost like a game of chess against God's people. And so this book not only brings to light that a lot of these limiting beliefs that we're having about ourselves or these thoughts, they're not ours. And it gives you tangible implementation to change and shift your mindset Oh my gosh. And yet, you guys, I feel like I have a very healthy, positive mindset. I'm very focused on finding the good in situations. And I feel like I'm, I have a lot of con- control and restraint over the thoughts that I allow myself to have. But let me tell you what, I felt like a new woman after this book. So first was my physical surroundings. Crazy. Second was my mind. It was totally cleared out. So that was the second book. Now the third book was Present Over Perfect. And I have no idea in brutal honesty how to say her name <laughs> by Shauna Nequist. Eh, sorry. Sorry for those of you like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you don't know how to say her name. That's okay. You do you, boo-boo. So Present Over Perfect. There's only one of them. It's like a bestseller. You can't miss it. Okay. This book was all about this woman who was going through, gosh, life and searching for worth and validation and success and, you know, gosh, the rat race that we're all in while raising small kiddos and kind of her discovery of what was truly important and giving herself permission to let go of worldly, unrealistic standards of who you should be and who everyone says that you should be and you just doing all the things because you think you have to. It's like this huge, big, fat, golden ticket permission slip to like be present. And then she explains what being present actually means, which I think is so needed in today's world because we all think we're present because we put our phone down for 10 minutes. Y'all, it's not enough. We have got to get self-control over our lives. We have to get rid of social media and detox at least once a week. Okay, I'm very serious about that. If you have small children, you guys, your actions are more important than your words. And if when's the last time you put your phone down? I know I'm speaking to myself here too. And this is not to mom shame or shame anyone, even if you're not a mom. I mean, your spouse deserves you too. And we have to start by setting the example. So I have to hide my phone from myself. Like my hand is up. I am totally, totally guilty of not being present over perfect. So I hide my phone. I detox and delete the apps on the weekends. It's a constant struggle. You know, if you feel me, you feel me. Okay, this is not just you. But that book gave me permission to just breathe, to let what actually matters rise to the top. And to let what doesn't matter, like posting on Instagram stories 10 times a day, to let it go. So I loved that book and it was really kind of soul food for me. Okay, now the last book that I want to bring up, so this is going to be like the four books to transforming your mind, body, spirit, and house, which is so cool, and like resetting who you are for this new year, is intuitive eating. So crazy. So 
this was body for me. And what's so interesting is I feel like I'm a healthy person. I work out three, four times a week. Like I don't go crazy, but I feel healthy. But I've always struggled with food. Now, I know how to lose weight. I've lost six, I lost 60 pounds after all my kids, but I never felt at peace with food. It was constantly this battle of like, oh, I didn't eat healthy enough or now I ate too many carbs and food had labels. This is a bad food. Oh no, I can't eat cake. I'll have like this yogurt instead and like constantly feeling like I couldn't partake in certain things, but then I would binge eat the thing because I never like pizza. We'd have a cheat day and there's a problem right in and of itself is calling something a cheat day, right? Um, And I'd eat like six pieces of pizza because, oh, if it's a bad food, I think I have to like force it because the next day I'm getting back into my healthy eating. So there was constantly this whirlwind going on in my brain, this battle with food, and I was like so over it, okay? And let me tell you what. In my 34 years of life, I've had tried everything. And it's not like I have any body issues. It's just like this societal thing of like, oh, I got to lose the last five or 10 pounds. But do you? But do you? So I think what this book did for me was it really taught me that each human is created differently. And we all have different standards. God created for us what he wants our health baseline to be. Some people are just by nature bigger boned. Um, They carry weight in different places. And what was so freeing about intuitive eating, and this is by Evelyn Triboli and Elise Resk. Sorry, I am not good at knowing how to pronounce these names. Sorry, ladies. Anywho, you won't miss it. Okay, (laughs) again, intuitive eating. But This book is about making peace with food and freeing yourself from chronic dieting. And it's it gives you permission to just be the natural weight that you're meant to be. And there were these concepts in this book like, okay, if no food is bad and you can have it any day you want, you don't need to gorge it or feel guilty about it. You just eat some of it and you pay attention to your body cues like on a scale of one to ten, how full are you? And when you're full, you stop eating and you save it because you can have it again tomorrow. And I, I was like, oh my gosh, this is such a novel concept. So example, I am obsessed with Nutella, like that hazelnut spread. And I love it on pretzels. And it's like a forbidden food. I'm like, oh, or I love hazelnut chocolate. Like, I love it. And so I'm like, oh, it's a forbidden food. Like, I can never have it. If only I could have Nutella. So right after this book, I went and bought like the, the the Mondo jar of Nutella. And I'm like, okay, let's test this theory. So when I when I sat down, I had already eaten dinner and I had a salad because it sounded good. It's about also paying attention to like, what do you actually want to eat? And then eating it. If I actually wanted to have a hamburger, just eat a hamburger. Because the concept is if you don't just eat what you actually want. So for example, if I wanted a hamburger and I said, oh, I can't eat that though. So I'm just going to make some ground turkey and pretend it's hamburger. It doesn't scratch the itch. It's like telling a kid, don't press the red button and they go press the red button. So then you go, oh, that didn't really solve my craving. So now I'm going to go have like a piece of cheese and then I'm going to have a yogurt. And you keep eating all the healthy things, trying to just scratch the itch that you wanted an actual hamburger with actual bread on each side of it. 
And so you actually consume more calories than if you just ate the hamburger until you were full. And the beauty is, normally, you're full by three quarters of the way through the hamburger. And then you just have to know it's okay to put it down, to save it for tomorrow. You don't have to eat the whole thing. And really asking yourself, how full am I? So had the salad. I'm like, okay, on the scale of one to 10, I'm probably like a five. So I'm going to have Nutella. And I was like so pumped. I'm like, oh my gosh, I get to eat it. This is crazy. So I got like my little spoon and my little pretzels. And I every time I took a bite, I really focused. Like, how does this taste? How does this feel? Um, have I had enough? And I was like, I haven't had enough. So I kept eating some more Nutella. And I probably had like a tablespoon and a half on like eight or nine pretzels. And then I then it started to lose its luster. It, it was like, okay, now this tastes a bit too sweet. I'm already a six or seven on the full scale. I don't want to eat anymore because I'm going to feel sickful. I'm going to put it away. And if I want some more later, I can have more. And I put it away and my brain exploded. That was the moment, you guys. I was like, I don't ever want to diet again. I just want to be able to do that and have this peace with food. And so it took some practice. I'll let you know. Like um, I've been doing it for probably three weeks now. And it was definitely kind of like a relearning about yourself and food and what you want to eat after being taught for so long that there's certain foods you can't have. But it's been such a beautiful process to know that you're free and you can eat what you truly want to eat. And I haven't gained a pound. I've stayed right where I'm at, which I was really at a healthy weight for my for my body type anyway. So it was really nice to also give myself permission to just be here and stop trying to lose the elusive five pounds that I don't know who ever said I had to lose in the first place. So it just feels good. Like, hey, I'm here. I'm beautiful where I'm at. I, I love my body. I also love Nutella. <laughs> now I get to eat it. And for those of you that are like super skeptical, so was I. So read the book. Take it for a grain of salt. Take it with a grain of salt. This can be for you or it cannot be for you. But I felt like I had to share it because it was just very liberating for me. And as a human that struggled with like figuring out how to eat for 30 some years, I figure some of you are feeling the same way. So the four books to revamp. Your body, mind, spirit, and physical surroundings are, in no particular order, except for Battlefield of the Mind, number one book, please get it ASAP. Battlefield of the Mind, secondly, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up, third, Present Over Perfect, and four is Intuitive Eating, and I'm reading some more incredible books. So if you guys like this episode, I am super happy to share with you Uh, once a quarter, a book update. So let me know. Come into my DMs. Shoot me a voice text because ain't nobody got time to write. And let me know if you liked this episode and I will do them for you uh, once a quarter with book updates. All right, sis. So I'm going to leave you with a little prayer. But before I do, I wanted to let you know that you can gain access to my Podcast Pro University Membership Group for free right now. When you grab Podcast Pro University and launch your podcast, that membership group is not going to be free forever, but it is a bonus when you get into our course. Right now, there are over 100 women that are launching podcasts, working together, doing podcast reviews together, interviewing uh, 
interview swaps. I mean, it's like magic. I go live in there at least once or twice a month, answer questions. It's such an incredible community of emerging female Christian entrepreneur podcasters. Like you have to be there, okay? So if you want to be part of this amazing community and you want to launch your podcast this year and you want to do it successfully and you want to grow an organic funnel where leads come in, they trust you, they want to buy what you got going on. They want to hire you. I mean, I'm telling you, podcasting can completely transform your business. It's a long, it's a long, playing the long game. And it will, I promise you, if you're consistent with it and if you are putting service over sales, it ends up making you more money than you ever thought possible. It helps expand your audience. It helps them have trust in who you are because they're learning from you on a constant basis. So sorry, didn't mean to talk about that that for that long. I did want to let you know that the membership community um, will not be free forever, but for right now it is included. So if you want to snag this offer, go to podcastprouniversity.com and meet us there. Praying over you, sis, that you find happiness today. Look around you, find something to smile about, count your blessings. Thank God for the miracles that he's gifted you, for the blessings that you have in your life, your kids, your significant others, your friends, the food we have, the warm showers, the coffee, oh, the coffee, wearing PJs all day and whatever else lights you up, that we're grateful and that we sit in that gratitude for a minute and we tell God how much we appreciate him And just know that you are blessed, my friend. You are so blessed in so many ways. And uh, I love you, lifting you up, sending you a virtual hug, and I'll see you soon. As always, love and light, Steph. If you like Mama Salt, leave a review. Pretty peace. Hey, Mama, real quick before you go. If you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, Take a screenshot for me, post it up in your Instagram stories, and be sure to tag me because together we can empower, educate, and shift the way that mamas look at life because sister friend, we actually can have it all. Let's claim it.